Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work? With strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everyone, and welcome to The Big One. Wow. Wow, I'm looking at two people on their phones. <laughs> I have to say, I was reading a listener big one oh, that yeah, I just no, saw that's in, your, so, in that's, my email. Sure. You surprised us. No, I didn't. I said, okay, we're going to record no, now. No, because uh-huh. Maria, for the last 10 minutes, has been having some sort of instant message chat on Facebook oh while we sat gosh. here waiting to record. So 90s. <laughs> she was 90s. literally instant so messaging over Facebook. I Someone wrote to me. I was replying. But like okay. in real time. <laughs> so now you decided to be <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're like etiquette states. <laughs> you have to respond to a Facebook message. Yeah, Emily one Post minute. should do a Facebook uh, Facebook uh, etiquette book. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's do this. Hi, Emily everyone. Po- Emily posts. <laughs> Emily posts. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to the, the big, big ones. ones. Each week, we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see? Priyanka Matu. Hi, guys. Hey, thrilled to be here. Pri's a big fan. I'm your number one fan. I'm like your mom. It's like every week. You like it no matter what. Well, of course I do. What do you mean no matter what? Well, is that how your mom is? Uh, I don't think either of our moms are no, like that. that. No, no, no. You took me off track. No, my mom certainly. It, there's no such thing as unconditional love. But I, <laughs> but I, I have, un- I perhaps have unconditional love for you. So I'm better than a mom. I listen to the podcast in my car. It makes me so happy. Um, and every time I listen to it, I talk to it like I'm on a conference call with you guys because we do so many conference calls and it's like a crazy thing. So what's every- the one that made you? maddest not being able to talk during i loved um because i love angela so much Mm -hmm. and we have all been so friendly for so long i really wanted to join the notebook one i thought Mm. that was really fun and would you have gone for a lawn or a uh a noah which one was which okay lawn is james marsden yeah and noah is of course ryan gosling mm. once honestly but you made a promise you made a promise to a man and you just never know how reliable the other one is. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's going to challenge you. But the other one, you know, you lead a nice life. And she does is, love him. Is there, like a, is there like a fling followed by a settling down option? You've had the fling, okay? A summer fling with... Can you like revisit the fling? No, you do. You, you revisit the fling and then you have to choose. Yeah. I would probably choose the reliable guy. Hmm. Hmm. 
I get that. Uh, He's a charmer. Yeah, but what makes him reliable? That he wears a bow tie? I don't understand. No, he's got a good job. He shows up and he cares about you and he wants to build. You know, I'm a very old-fashioned kind of lady. Well, so is Allie. I'm a a person with, you know, I have two kids. Mm -hmm. And I'm like happily settled down and married. Yeah. And I got married. I thought I was old when I got married. I was not. How old were you? I was 31. Mm. I got married at, I think, 31 also. Not the first time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean the first time don't matt doesn't know about that so he can't matt talk. doesn't listen anyway so the first matter. time i was 15 <laughs> oh god it was a jerry lee lewis situation would not be surprised by the way Very- if someone was like actually and you'd be like oh right yeah <laughs> i married my uncle <laughs> oh no for fun oh, for a no. joke he was a fun uncle funkle but I was listening to Jessica's Jessica Chaffin's episode on the way here, and I was laughing so hard because she, as you know, is a good friend of mine. And I think it's been my dream that you guys all get together and do an episode. But um, but the part about Uncle Steve's wallet bursting into flame. <laughs> yeah, you're such a ridiculous person. I mean, it just makes me laugh so much. Well, that's Uncle Steve's oh. trick, not mine. No, don't get it confused. <laughs> I'm not the one with the firewall. You, you have to admit you have a lot of wonderful elements to pull from in your life. I certainly do. <laughs> a lot of material. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Pre, yes. you know because you're a fan that at the beginning of the podcast, mm-hmm. we like to talk uh, to our guest about any little moral dilemma they may be facing or large. Yes. Not too large, but large enough, you know, that would interest us. Right. <laughs> Do you have anything along those lines? (laughs) I do. I do. There's something I've been wrestling with. The last time Mm. I was on, I talked about a woman who who had reached out to me for help about um, like a harassment thing at work and that kind of. How did that pan out? It got resolved. Great. Yeah. The guy who was uh, hassling her. Um, (laughs) Not quite. His reputation, perhaps, but not um, but not he himself. Um, That was resolved, I thought, quite nicely. But um, Things have snowballed. Here's the thing. I write this. I, 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 let's go back to my character trait, which is I like to help. I'm a big sister, and I think that's a big part of my character. And, my, and, and I tend to kind of, when people have problems, my immediate response is, I can fix this for you, or I can help you. And it's a, it, I kind of, I don't have the time to do that for everyone who reaches out, especially since I write this column for Vulture about getting into the comedy business. So um, I definitely put my advice out there. I'm like, here's how to write a pilot and here's how to this and here's how to that. And so I get a lot of requests for coffees and, um, you know, informational calls and stuff like that. And I would love, I would love to meet with every individual reader and everyone who is an aspiring writer. But um, it's honestly been taking a real toll on my work. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been pushing deadlines, like all that kind of stuff. And I cannot, like I've had to recenter and say, wait a minute. No, <laughs> I have two jobs. I, um, run a podcast network, network with you guys and I write for a living and none of that is happening. If I'm like running all over town, taking coffees with, with people who need and advice. It, my it, advice is all on the website. Yeah. It's all on Vulture. Um, I just feel really bad about it. Like the guilt is, is eating away at me. Guilty? I don't know because because you know what it is. I know how hard it is to um, navigate this business and this town. And knock on wood, it has been easy for me. And I want to give people a leg up. But but I spoke to Camilla about this yesterday. Camilla is my co-host on um, our podcast, Foxy Browns. 
and she is wonderful and warm and helpful. And she was like, you just, you just, you need a policy. <laughs> you need to yeah. say, I said, Camilla, what do you do when people ask you for advice? She says, Pre, I send them your column. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. So, so okay. you're getting all, th- yeah. and then they're calling you. Yeah. I had never, um, I had never thought to just be like, I'm so sorry. I cannot meet with you. Um, you know, here, any of your questions probably are answered here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um and so it's hard it's hard, very hard for me. I'm also just a busybody. I yeah. know what everyone's doing and I wanna be in everyone's business and I wanna be responsible for everyone's happiness and right. and I can't be. I have not only two jobs but also two children. So um and a wonderful husband and they all need those are my priorities. So. Now, I think also now you have, uh, I saw your tweet this morning, which was like, if you need advice about career, check my vulture column. Yeah. If you need advice about life, listen to my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And it is true. You're still reaching people. Right. Um, you're just doing it on a platform that is less um, soul sucking for you. Yeah. Because I understand how much uh, one hour long coffee in the middle of the day can wreck your whole day. Yeah. Because suddenly it's like you now instead of having like this whole area to be creative and sit down and write, yeah. you suddenly have, oh, I have two hours in the morning, which is really an yeah. hour and a half because I have to mm-hmm. get ready and drive. Yeah. Um, and that even a call, honestly, in the middle of the day can kind of like yeah. wreck my creative flow. Yeah. And in the meantime, if I really think about it mathematically and logistically, I'm supposed to be writing a column for Vulture right now. And I am writing a column, but I haven't finished it about um, assistant pay in Hollywood um, and what a fair pay pay rate would be. Mm. And that would help so many more people than me like driving around town having coffee with people. So it's like, okay, like you just got to prioritize and do it. Bigger scale. You got to think big. You got to find a thing to say that makes you feel comfortable and will make the other person feel comfortable where you go like... Hey, like just like a standard statement that you can, yeah, you can give to people being like, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I'm actually working on something for myself right now and I really need to put time into that, but read my article. And if you have any more questions, you can always email me or something like that. But that's the problem. Careful. That's the loop. That's don't, the loop don't give of any like, loopholes. But then you give them a fake email address. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a liar. I'll give them your email address. This is please so do. Funny I'd though. love to. I'd love to tell them. I'll give them your Facebook Messenger address because <laughs> I know you're on top of it. There is, <laughs> there is like a trickle down where it's like when yeah. when you're at a certain place in your career, this is kind of part of progressing forward where mm-hmm. you feel like I've just gotten here I'm happy to kind of sit down with people like mm-hmm. this is funny too because Matt gets this a lot for podcasting of course so people will reach out and ask you know it's for a coffee or a call and mm-hmm. sometimes he'll do it and then it just got to a point and also people inviting him on their podcast it got to a point where he was just like I really can't do this anymore so he um, will just say like I'm not you know I'm not taking any meetings or I'm not doing any podcasts this month um, if he wants right. to kick it down the line or he might, you know, I don't know really exactly how he deals with it. But it's funny because now some people who will ask him for podcast advice, he'll push them off to me, which I'm kind of uh, for the last couple of months, I haven't minded so much. Mm-hmm. Like I'm happy to hop on the phone with someone or mm-hmm. maybe if it's like a friend of a friend, just have them drive over to me and right. do a quick coffee. But mm-hmm. I'm now getting to the point where I'm yeah. like, I don't want to do it anymore. That was working for me for a while, but yeah. it's gotten to the point where I can't. I used to say, can you circle back at the end of the month? That's yeah. it's just not working. It's you, you have to me. have a fine line yeah. with no loopholes, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. And then you can always make an exception if it's someone that you feel like you do want to help or you you might have the time. But if, of course, sometimes yeah. I know, you know, I'll read someone's stuff online or I'll just be like, you, you know, you're super talented. And it, 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 it doesn't it's not a, a, a it's not a judgment of anyone else's talent. Um, certainly people come across my desk um, who who I can I can help. But um, 
but it's it tends not to be people at the super super beginning of their careers it tends to be people who have a body of work that mm. i can just let shine a light on and say hey guys like pr- other producers i know do you know about this person like that kind of so this thing. is your part of your announcement right here on this podcast yeah. so Priyanka, okay. go ahead i can't help you <laughs> She can't help you. Whatever you need, she no, can't can do it for you. you. I can help you. Um, I will say a lot of people don't actually know that there's a full archive. So if you go to prima2.com, I have answered so many questions about getting into the entertainment business and the comedy business specifically. So um, hopefully you can go there and... I'll and, put it. I'll link it. Yeah. And um, and as far as just like life advice, I like dole it out, man. So if you listen to the podcast, Foxy Browns, yes. you will get... You will get my, I don't even, I don't even want to call it wisdom, but it is. you'll get what works for me. And skincare and may, tips. And maybe it'll work for you. Yeah, I, there is a, I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm just, I, I think what I'm just trying to do is sigh. <laughs> Why? Because you, you are, I think what I was trying to say was, yeah. it's just too bad. Uh, of course I wish feel, I could do it all. And you feel bad because when you know what it's like to kind of put yourself out there. Although I've never fully asked someone to like coffee. Like I'm just so bad. I think people are, are told now when they're kind of trying to break into an industry to get a mentor. Mm-hmm. That was not something that was ever told yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, cause I did, I have, did it for free. <laughs> oh God. What do you think I was guys? <laughs> I know, oh, yeah, but we yeah. kind of found you with it was so yeah. organic. Yeah. It was never like, hey, Pre, could we get a cup of coffee? It was just like we started working yes. together. Yeah. Um, and then you did kind of fill that role. Yeah. You were kind of our thought leader. <laughs> thought leader. <laughs> I've always wondered what that term meant. Is what that is that? You know, I think a thought leader is like can Steve I go to like, Jobs. Yeah. Can I go to like Davos now? Well, you need to do leader. a TED Talk where you tell people <gasps> that you're not taking Yes. <laughs> Yes. The whole TED Talk is yes. saying how people need to stop emailing you. Yeah. It's, oh, it's just, it's, it's, it's hard. But I, I'll say this. I mean, mm-hmm. you are one, <clears throat> you are one of the most like open people I know in the industry that is just like, and you're also one of the biggest go getters I know. Thank mm-hmm. you. I, yeah, I say you're the only person in Hollywood with any sense of urgency. Yes. That's 100% right. <laughs> that That's 100% true. right. It's uh, like, like if we ever needed a phone call or something, you're like, yeah, I'm emailing them right now, like while you're on the phone. And also the way Priyanka gets off the phone is literally bye. And then she just leaves. It's like she ran all, out of the room. Literally only my mo- my mom does that. But my mom doesn't even say bye. She just hangs up on me. <laughs> it's like the, the room is on fire and Pri's got to get the hell out. Well, once I've decided I'm going to do something for you, I'm like, why am I still on the phone with you? Yeah. I gotta text this person. I can't text while I'm on the phone with you. What are you? Uh, I know. Get off the phone. Get but, off the phone. But you also do it when we're just like chit chatting about your kids or something. Okay, bye. It'll- that was it. <laughs> the thing that put it in stark contrast yesterday was I had this series of like informational coffees set up where I was like, I really like these people, but I can't do this because I could have spent the, the like one was late, another one canceled, and then I was just like, I'm an hour away from my house. I haven't spent any quality time with my baby in like four days. Yeah. That's a a lot of the perspective as well. It's like I could be at home right now writing and watching my baby play. That would be awesome. Yeah. She'll be 30 before I know it. I need to, you know, I just need to soak it up. You're at a different stage of life now. And it's good. It's good. Because also I think people are very used to you because Priyanka was – with Jack Black she was a producer with Electric Dynamite and so I think people 
are still seeing you in that role of like calling you to get stuff done. Yeah. Whereas now you're a writer and a director. And so you want, you know, you need more time for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard for people to differentiate that. It's nice to be needed too. Um, there was something that, um, that on 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 Foxy Browns we had um, the musician Hollis Longwear on, and she was talking about how so much of our self worth as women often is about our utility to other people, mm-hmm. and um, that is like a high that's hard to shake mm-hmm. yeah. because of course I'm useful. We're all useful. I don't want to be useful. <laughs> I don't want to be useful uh, anymore. Yeah. I want to be useful to my family. I want to be useful to things I choose to produce in the future. I want to be useful to my business partners, you guys. But I don't really just want to be. That's done. Like what's I am useful. New, we're what's done. We're the new on. adjective that you want to be instead of useful? I want to be creative. Mm. You know, and I feel like I'm I'm sneaking that in here and there. You know, I wrote a yeah. pilot last year for Amazon. I'm pitching two more things, but but um, being useful is is infringing on the creative part. And um, yes, because creative people need to be selfish to yeah. an extent and useless. And that's very hard yes, for me. I'm very creative and I'm very useless. Yeah, it's very hard for me to um, to shake that. So that's a transition that yes. I need to make, and that I am trying to take steps to to make now if you could clone yourself would mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. do you th- you wouldn't mm-hmm. so that the priyanka the useful priyanka could go and no it wouldn't be fair to that priyanka i just don't want to define myself in that way anymore i had a wonderful there's a a favor from claude did the other day that i actually really liked and maybe this is just like i can't help myself i gotta give advice i guess um it was a friend of mine who um who put me in touch with a friend who wanted to do a podcast and she um is a software engineer and she has an idea for a podcast that's a good podcast. Um, and and she is making the transition from super practical to creative. And I could hear her struggling with the same kind of things I'm struggling with. And at the end of it, she goes, thank you so much for your time. I know you don't have much. Um, and I just wanted to ask, even though you might not know the answer yet, is there anything I can do for you? Oh. And I was like, <gasps> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I was like, nobody has ever asked me that before. She was calling you for advice, but then said, yeah, she's like, I don't know what it could be. Like, maybe, you know, if you ever think of anything I can do for you. That's cool. Nobody has ever said that. I've been working for 15 years. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, would that come across for people that aren't software engineers and have that, like, you can't just say that, like, when you're going in for, like, a writing job. Like, would you please hire me? And also, if you need any work on the side. Well, that's different because that's no, like a job like a interview. general conversation. But if it's like yeah. two people, like you're connected through a peer and you're talking yeah. to someone asking for advice, like... What I'm, are you doing on a peer? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I stared at Priya until she laughed. I'm still thinking about... <laughs> I'm still thinking about. Um, I didn't even look at you. I saw you out of like my peripheral vision. <laughs> she felt you staring. At I her. felt you. I felt you waiting for me to laugh, and I couldn't disappoint. I wasn't waiting for you to laugh. I was just waiting. Hmm. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> um, we were talking about offering yeah. your own help. Mm-hmm. If there's anything I can, well, pre. There's if there's anything something. we can do yeah, for can you, we do anything. Do you entertain me so much, and that is like so much value added. <laughs> yeah, we also roped you into this company. Sure no, did. she roped herself in. That's true. That is true. I'm a real take charge kind of lady. Yeah, but this is this is the this is this is the this is the area I can be useful in something that we're building together that mm-hmm. is ours that we own. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, that makes a lot be, of sense. I cannot be useful. I, I have spent a long career helping other people achieve their dreams, and I'm done. I'm done. It's time for you to dream. Yeah. All right. Well, pre did did that help at all to, yes. for us to tell you that that you just need some self. You need to become. You need to be selfish in your career now. Yeah. Yes. It I does think that's help. Cool. It helps to hear it. It helps to talk to my girlfriends about it and yeah. just say like, "Am I a jerk <laughs> for no. wanting time for myself?" No, not at all. No, and also yeah. just uh, I think people will respect your boundaries. You yeah. know, like it's not rude. You know, because mm-hmm. people, anytime you're emailing someone asking for what you know is a favor, if ever they say like, I'm so sorry, I'm not doing this right now. Mm -hmm. I I don't think it hurts feelings. Like we've had that happen when we ask people to be on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, I would just like one person specifically actually was just like, no, I'm, I don't do podcasts right now. And we were Mm -hmm. just like, okay, cool. Like it did not hurt our ego or anything Mm -hmm. at all. It's a lot better than people who say, yeah, sure. I'd love to. And then ghost you. Yes. That sucks. Cause that makes you feel like Mm -hmm. weird. But Mm -hmm. if someone is just literally saying like, I think you guys are great, but no, I cannot do this for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. All right. Well, <clears throat> you know what time it is? It's time to do our ask. Oh, um, yes. I mean, it's 1045. <laughs> you know what time it is? <laughs> oh, great. Every day. Yeah. 1045. <laughs> um, you guys. So, so here's here's the thing. Yeah. Where are we at? We're at we're at 424 reviews. Wow. That's five stars. Wow. Amazing. Wow. I know it's so it's so good, but it's not good enough. No, it's it? not. <laughs> it's not good enough, and I'm pissed. Yeah, and if you could see my face right now, I'm I'm red as a as a red rock. She's red as a doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm red as a doorknob in Home Alone because he puts that thing That's on the right. doorknob. Yeah. So. We need to get to 500 by the end of the week or else it's if we if we don't, then it's like the ring. Uh, Yes. And if you don't if we don't get 500 reviews by by next Tuesday, uh, uh, all of us are going to perish. Oh, God. Oh, I know. It's scary. And Pre has kids. Yeah. And Pre has kids. And Amanda has a husband. Yeah. And I have a boyfriend and a dog. Mm. So which adds up to a husband, I think, (laughs) if you do the math. (laughs) So this is important. This is like maybe the most important decision of your life is to whether rate us five stars. And I just want to say that I know we say this every episode now. So it's possible that some of you have stopped really hearing what we're saying. (laughs) Um, So this is why you need to listen. Okay. Yeah. You need to, for once in your life, open your ears and your pocketbooks. And rate and review us and consider joining our Patreon. I just want to really quick read some reviews, but from um, other iTunes countries. Okay. Because usually we read Mm -hmm. um, the United States ones. Mm. This is one from Canada. And this is five stars. This is from Tara Justice. Absolutely hysterical. I found this podcast through James Bonding, and now this is my absolute favorite. And she spelled favorite with an O-U. So you know she's not from... I can't wait for each new episode. The one with guest star Chris Smith had me laughing out loud the entire time. Please have him back. He was a lot of fun. It was fun. A funny side note. My name is Tara and my sister's name is Devin. During one of your listener big ones, they used our names as pseudonyms. And I thought for a moment someone had written in about us. <laughs> That's really funny. And then uh, just this is one from Australia. Wow. I, uh, yes. Passport to podcast adventure. From Gary Loves Foxy. 
Hey. Wow. Is that a reference to my web series? Yeah, I, oh. I think so. Amanda and Maria, you kill me. Ghost Girls is criminally underrated. Thank you. We need more of you in our lives. Thank you for the LOLs. You're brilliant. Gotta go. My lunch spa is getting chilly. Oh, yeah. So not only did they reference Ghost Girls, your passport to adventure they also mentioned your Lund's Tubs. A right. super fan. Wow, this feels good. I want to use half of our time today also to demand that you listen to Foxy Brown's, mm-hmm. Priyanka's podcast. Thank you. Because it's an amazing podcast. Um, Pri, do you want to just give us a little rundown? Yeah, it's a podcast that talks about beauty and wellness from the perspectives of two women of color. That's me and my co-host Camilla Blackett. And we've had some amazing guests recently. We've had um, America Ferreira on to Mm -hmm. talk about how she dealt with like pregnancy and childbirth and she's Uh, so wise. I was in the middle of that. I'm in the middle of that episode. It's one of my favorite podcast episodes I've listened to in a long time. She was great. It's great. amazing. We had Natasha Rothwell on to talk about sort of the lack of like black hair stylist on set um we have had you know we're seeing we're we're, we we just have some amazing guests coming up that i don't want to reveal but um but we've we've been very lucky to have sort of incoming calls from these incredible very prominent women of color who are like keep doing what you're doing and we think we're you know it's entertaining it's um informative we talk about like product recommendations that you might not hear on other podcasts because we always have an eye toward um toward the spectrum of skin colors and hair types that we encounter and it's and it's if you're like a white guy or you're a white woman and you're thinking oh so it's not for me that's not right (laughs) it is it is just not true there's so many like just good tips and as you can hear today that Priyanka is doling out lots of amazing advice so yeah. it's literally for everyone it's incredible yeah check out Foxy Brown's rate review subscribe to both podcasts and we're gonna take a quick break hi my name is Danny Pellegrino from everything iconic and I'm excited to talk to you about Club Med Club Med operates beach and mountain resorts and is the best all-inclusive getaway for families they have Club Med Punta Cana their flagship family resort and many other options in Mexico the Caribbean and around the world Club Med are the pioneers of the all-inclusive concept which is the best way to vacation great for families groups or even solo travelers looking for land and water sports delicious food and a place to make unforgettable memories. Visit clubmed.us, call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. We're back. <laughs> wow, what about, I hope you guys just bought whatever we sold you. And if it was silence, then know that that was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> your, the, all of your ads are funny. Oh, good. Oh, there was one we just did where we did it from two separate locations. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, after the fact, like Amanda recorded it and mm-hmm. then I recorded my no. part. And Maria edited them together. I edited them together. But so there's like a part where Amanda's talking and I just go, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay, so let's get to our big, big one. This is coming in from a listener today. This is coming in from someone named Nathan. Tony was an exceptional... Oh, my dentist is calling. (laughs) I'm sorry, I need to answer this. Okay, I need to answer this. 
Hello? I'm good, Carolyn. How are you doing? Okay. Oh, gotcha. Uh, what day is it again? The fifteenth. Um, let's see. Big one. Um, could you do it the next week? Okay. Um, how about the twenty second? Uh, that would be perfect. Okay, so I brought you down Tuesday on October 22nd at 11. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry. I honestly have been playing phone tag with her for like a month. Really? Okay, so Tony was an exceptional artist. He used to practice technique by painting in the style of famous master artists. His art never made much money, so he eventually settled down and got a regular job. Over the years, he gave away most of his old paintings. Decades later, Tony sees a local news story. A painting has been found in storage at a nearby public school. Experts have determined the painting to be an original by Salvador Dali, Mm. estimated to be worth over a million dollars. The painting is scheduled to go up for auction and the proceeds will go to benefit public schools in the area. Mm. Tony recognizes the painting as his own. Should Tony come forth with the truth, which would render the painting relatively worthless? Or should he keep quiet and allow schools in the area to benefit from the situation? Mm. Wow, of all the artists to um, emulate, that's a really intense one. Yeah. Yeah, and requires a high level of skill, one would imagine. Mm. So Tony's, it's crazy Tony didn't make it. As an artist? Yeah. Well, it's because he right. never found his own original voice. If you're just doing, yeah. you know, Too replicas. Busy helping other people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Tony's <laughs> sitting at the table. <laughs> Those informational coffees. Tony. <laughs> Poor Tony. So... Off, off the bat, mm-hmm. what do we think Tony should do? What's my gut? Yeah, my gut. Yeah, yes. your gut. He should let it. He should let it happen. It's wow. not legal, but it's the kids. It's like you, you weigh the benefit against the cost, and how many? You know, how many kids are we talking? And Thousands. I mean, I guess. So that some rich people can throw some money around for like no good reason. And what is, this is kind of um, also outlined in this question is the, the idea of like, if they're both good, what really is the difference between a Salvador Dali and a knockoff? Well, now you're getting into Mona Lisa smile territory, Amanda, mm. because it's not, it's, it's not about the art itself. It's about, I believe where it came from and the originality of it. Right. I, I, I could understand that. And, you know, is because a replica is a replica, but there's something very different about the actual art and what it stands for and who it's from. Right. The story. Yes. <clears throat> mm. You hit it on the head. 
the I guess when I really walk through it logically, if he if he calls him and says that's a forgery or whatever that I made, what happens? It just kind of it gets like burned in a pile of of trash. Yeah, I think it gets burned with all the books that his country is burning <laughs> that he ripped off. Um, <laughs> and so that's like a net nothing, right? Like nothing happened. Like nobody benefits. Nobody, right, no, right. nobody benefits, but nobody really, su- nobody suffers. Well, let me add this into the equation. What mm-hmm. if the Dolly estate is adamant that this is not real, but the historians are going, yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. I can't imagine a situation in which that would happen. <laughs> what, and what do you mean that would, what would that change? In I'm that, in that it's not a Sal- Salvador Dali. So therefore it is like there aren't, there aren't, like there's not the passion behind it that there should be. Or not the estate, but like let's say some people are coming forward going like, you can't act as though this is what it's not. Like there's some confusion over the provenance of the piece. Yeah. And he could clear it up. Yes. I, I guess I just keep going back to the question of like, if he clears it up, who benefits? Really? Yes. Like then a fact has been found. But it's fact checking and everyone being like, okay, then that's what really happened. As important as the potential of, of like bringing funding to a bunch of kids. But is it? disrespectful to the the dead artist that can't i mean i mean to me i kind of like it it feels mischievous <laughs> um like yes, it feels it like does. um the melissa mccartney mccarthy no. mccarthy okay i always get that wrong <laughs> mm-hmm. um the melissa mccarthy the other thing i always get wrong is griffin and griffith and from what anything like melanie my, griffith a uh, melanie griffith kathy griffin uh, my high school mascot the griffin the Griffith, <laughs> her high school mascot, the Kathy Griffith. <laughs> um, but you know the movie, what's it called? Could you ever forgive me? Where she's, um, oh, I didn't see what's it. That one? It's where she's basically writing these literary letters, but she's authoring them. Right, and right, right. Saying, yes, yes, yes. Of so course, it's of this course. like, in a way, you're kind of playing with this idea of what is art, and I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of me likes the fraud. And you, do you guys remember um, a while ago there was this viral moment? There was like this woman in Italy, this old woman who there was yes. who tried to repaint Jesus's face. Oh, it's my it favorite the thing in the world. And his little oh. tongue sticking out. Like, mm. oh my god! And I, for anyone who, what would people Google to find that if they're not familiar? with I think with it's it? like restoration, like Jesus <laughs> bad bad. Restoration. restoration gone awry and it's also is yeah it comes up <laughs> restoration i mean this thing is my favorite thing in the world i kind of love taking the piss out of how serious we are about the artist yeah. in a way and the one other thing that i really loved in this same vein was um there was a documentary about this the winemaker who did yeah. um defrauded mm-hmm. all of these fancy uh, wine guys into thinking that he was producing the most amazing wine. He made like millions and millions of what dollars. Was it? But really, he was just like in his mom's house, like rebottling like, re- and mixing shit together to make it taste like this fancy old wine. But really, he was using like yellowtail. Kind of brilliant. Wow. And he, I gotta watch it. Uh, so there's something I like about kind of taking the piss out of these, you know, hoity toity 
uh, ventures, although I don't think that's morally correct. I wonder if there's a way this guy could come forward and say, hey, I did this painting, but maybe there's a way we can still throw some fundraiser to get these kids this money. I know that's a loophole, but... Can I change it up one more time a little bit and just say, what if he did it on purpose? What if he said, Mm -hmm. I found this Dolly painting that he did, and then in order to get the school... Like, he himself it wasn't passive he did it he forged this it's kind of win-win that's a trickster i can get behind it's really win win because it's like some rich person gets a dolly or what they think to be a dolly and then you send all these children to school this is a larger conversation about what the art world is if it was like some struggling artist and it was their first chance to make some money then that's one thing but when you're talking about an established artist who's dead and truly just an art collector is like putting money in it these are people who like just put money in painting so that they can resell them and because they hold and increase their value i mean that's how the art world works um like who are you scanning really i I guess one thing it's like it's kind of messing with legacy and history and all of a sudden you've kind of changed the history of salvador dali you've added this other painting into the mix but like does anyone really care i'll be honest i don't care about history as much as i do care about the children (laughs) i don't care i don't you know everyone's like i would go back to like this time period and that time period i'm like things were worse then for women for people of color like i would Mm. never go back yesterday was worse than tomorrow like that is just We are progressing for a reason. Um, You know, it's like every artist we know of has like uh, abused a wife or like done something weird to a child or like dated a 13 year old. But Tony's done all that, too. Um, But he's not getting the money. If Tony were getting the money, I'd have a different answer. Okay, so that's interesting. If Tony were getting the money, I'd be like, no, that's that's just forgery. So that's just forgery for his own gain. But if the money is going to a charity like children and it can really do some like net good in the world, then like I'm all for it. Now, this is the thing that really makes a difference to me. The fact that this kind of all ha- happened circumstantially. Tony didn't set out to that's pursue what's this. So mm-hmm. that's what makes it so easy for me. Because yeah. it's yeah. like it's like standing back and going like, oh, wow. It's like, what am I going to do? Because then you're almost doing something bad by stepping in. Yeah. And, and this is one of those cases. And normally it's the other way around where I think by being passive you're actually doing the right thing and normally it's if you're not stepping in you're doing the wrong thing yeah it's like the analogy really is like if you were at a um at the supermarket and you saw a mother who was like really working to make ends meet like slip an extra loaf of bread in her bag would you go tattle no you wouldn't no like she needs it for her kid like if you saw Aladdin oh yeah the street rat no I'd cut a hand off (laughs) And as monkey a boo puzzle here, I guess, is that it seems so cut and dry because, like, if you see it as like a moral, like a seesaw of morality, it's like there's a ton of kids on one end, and then like a small white lie on this end. So I guess like, and then one rich person who's maybe getting conned. Yeah, but how far do you go to send kids to school? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, what's college admission scandal? <laughs> <laughs> no, there. but I mean, I mean, like, where do you draw the line at? No, you shouldn't do that in order to give a thousand kids uh, education. Here's a question. Yeah. Say you got to give, uh, send, you know, a hundred thousand kids to school. And <laughs> on the other side of it in a room, there is um, a bad guy. Let's say mm-hmm. he manslaughtered someone, a hit and run. <laughs> manslaughtered. <laughs> he slaughtered a man. It's too- 
<laughs> he gets he's gonna be tortured for torture tortured oh my gosh for let's say an hour but oh, sending, oh wait, just an hour yeah but it's not good what they're gonna do what are they gonna guy. do oh, i no, can't no, even no, no. say <laughs> no, no. i'm gonna have nightmares and we haven't even <laughs> said anything yet she won't say it's too horrific so do you do that he's sending, to send a hundred thousand kids to school and what's the school i mean is it <laughs> it's it's hogwarts <laughs> like is education is free the university of phoenix <laughs> Is this just like kids? I, I don't understand. What kind of school are they going to? Um, college. No. No. Oh. <laughs> like regular school. But you're just the money's going into the public schools. Yeah. To which like, is, uh, you know, which dress up their education. They just need, they, school is technically free, but certain people, you know, it's like certain kinds of people have access to better schools than I just, most of the nation. The bigger question here is, to me, is just like, you know, what do does a wrong make a right? Like, even if the right is the best right there could be, which is, I mm-hmm. guess, sending kids to school. By the way, if it was about sending kids to college, I'd be like, no, no, no. No, no, no. Kids don't need to go to college. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Interesting. So I do think this sets a precedent that... Yeah. I feel like the word slippery slope is always dangerous, but I do think well, it's it could slippery. be <laughs> a slippery slope. Like, say you, this happens once. Well, then anytime you want something good to happen, do you just sell a fraudulent piece of art? Like, yeah. it's like, where, where does the buck stop? The buck stops here. This was a book. I feel like this was in a book that I read called... The Goldfinch. No. (laughs) People didn't like that movie, huh? It came and went. Really? That's... It's a hard story to tell in a movie. Mm. There's a book called The Italian Teacher by a guy named Tom Tom Rockman, and I loved it, and it was about, like, a guy who wanted to be an artist, and his father was this very, like, prominent artist, and basically he, like... He, like... He, like, recreated all of his paintings, and then everyone was like these are brilliant and he was like but and he could never say but it's me Mm. Mm. and isn't that the and created originals as well you know Mm. like in the style of his father it's also like that um the movie about the big-eyed waifs um the oh adams big eyes Mm -hmm. yeah uh that i forgot who the artist's name is uh, the keens the keens Mm -hmm. yeah right the wife was doing them uh i don't know there's a this happens i think in art sometimes there's probably a few Degas floating around. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of like forgery. Yeah. But but the thing is, you know, there's just this like kind of rarefied air when you talk about like high, 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 high net worth individuals where you kind of go, how much money do you need? Who cares? The problem is it's in, in this climate. We're also kind of like, who cares? That's um, true. I but, think we should take all their art and put it all in public galleries. Yes, by the way. Why are people even privately owning art like that Mm. that's a larger question yeah that's for another day amanda Mm. that's my brain is spinning um i was just gonna ask oh how i mean i'm not saying that sending these thousand kids to school or whatever isn't worth you know forging a painting but i'm just saying is is the the intent like is there anything to like really standing firm on the integrity of art and the integrity of truth and like having a world where where those values are really kind of even if it's one person 
like having that value isn't that adding to the world more than there's something there (laughs) i think there just have to be one more element i can't think of what the element would be to to do what to tip the scale in the favor of of telling the truth but isn't just telling the truth how how important is that you 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 know what else like this is <laughs> the other thing that makes it more cut and dry for me too is like <laughs> I don't know why but he's not exactly lying he's just like not telling people <laughs> there's something about like um omitting information or withholding information that's different from like well what if they go to lying? him they go did you do this or is this a dolly well then I think he should tell the truth if he's actually being confronted and people are suspicious and the reason is not noble why I think he should tell the truth why? it's because I think it, it's likely the truth will come out and it will end up all backfiring mm-hmm. and so the kids won't get to go to school so I feel like if they're already hot on his tail mm. He should just come out with it. But if this is just more to me seeming like a happy accident. Also, you know what I will say? If, if anyone is selling this painting for, um, you know, millions and millions of dollars that could send like thousands of kids to school and they choose to sell it and then take the money and donate it somewhere. It's like, just donate the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why does it have to be yeah. about art? Well, yeah. yeah. And that's the stand Tony can take after he comes comes if it out. it does come out. Yeah. He can go. And by the way, I'm not the bad guy here, guys. Yeah. And, you know, then he can he can really thrive in that kind of arena. But maybe it's because I don't really like I like art, you know, but I'm not. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. You guys didn't know I like art. (laughs) Kind of art. I'm just an art guy. (laughs) Do you like painting or just looking at it? I I like looking at it all. The paintings, the sculptures. You like the colors. I like colors. I love the colors. Do you like making it? I mean, other than writing and like performing, do you guys actually have any sort of like art, like tactile fine art? Yeah, I'll make you something. What do you need? (laughs) A dolly. (laughs) I'll give it to you. A dolly that's worth $100 million. I've got some kids I need to send to school. Oh, I just thought of a really good board game idea. And I'm not going to say it. Well, I'll say it and I'll cut it out. What if it was like... Sorry, or maybe I'll just no, keep just it bleep in. Bleep it, bleep it with our sound No, effects. last time I bleeped it, the the Reddit board went People get mad. They said, "Why even talk about no, it if you're going to yes, bleep it?" Yes. But my whole thing is because <laughs> <laughs> my whole it. thing is because it adds a little mystery to your life. Don't you like a Shyamalan movie? Yeah, but it's I, I we got this feedback on Voxy Brands as well because we were like someone who should not be named and it's like no we're here sitting in a living room with you and you're cutting us out of the conversation mm. and i was like that's a very well, good we're point. just telling we're just telling you to go in the kitchen for a second because yeah, mommy and daddy have to nice. talk <laughs> <laughs> so anyway my board game idea is <laughs> what if what if it was that like two people had to within the where the 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 sand dune thing what is that the sand timer Oh, yeah. The hourglass. Hourglass. The hourglass. By the time the hourglass was done, it was like Pictionary, but you had to recreate like a a really nice drawing that had there. And so like, and then you'd get like Jesus face type stuff. Oh, that could be fun. Isn't that a good game? That is a good game. Yeah. I like that. I'd make it. Yeah. I'd like to invite you two to to get in this with me. That's a really good idea. Does it exist? I don't know. I doubt it. Who do we know in board games? (laughs) <laughs> i'm sure there's someone i'm sure there's someone but that would be a good I mean, I mean there would have to be another element to it but maybe but yeah just seeing people it would be like what's that um tv show on netflix uh, where they do bad cakes 
Oh, like nailed, nailed it, it. Nailed but it. with drawing. With yeah. Art. Yeah. That's fun. The other element is that if your drawing is bad, they pull kids out of school. <laughs> mm. So we'd have to, we'd have to get the public school system in Involved. this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll make a call. Um, so final, should we do final, final thoughts? This is hard for me because part of me is wants to stand my moral ground yes. and say like, as Amanda said, slippery slope. I mean, the idea of fake things, especially in the world we live in now, where it's like the truth, the truth, like it really does like even like deep fake videos or whatever that is, where it's like people are putting fake faces on people. And it's like, well, Mm. it's like the, the integrity does have to be there. And especially this is if they're confronting Tony. Okay, so if they come to Tony and Tony says, no, that's Dali. That's not me. No, you're making a very good argument here that there needs to be a line of like the littlest thing is still a lie. And who is humanity? Like, who are you as one person to judge? And why is art important to society? I mean, we do. I don't know. I just think it does. There is a larger question here about the purpose of what is art and what isn't art in society and i'm kind of wavering what i also, if i think it's important or not also the social benefit if there is any of the art market like that's really the question because uh, what is you're right if it's not publicly displayed for people to like enjoy and learn from why does it exist because uh, rich people want to own important things and also well it's also a it's uh, an investment I mean right. that it's not yes. just that they want to be like look at me I'm owning this it's like no it's there's going to be a Picasso that goes up in value and then yeah. they can have that as part of their their net worth basically yeah I know but still it feels like art should be for education what is that what that's do you mean? the thing that's the th- I think that's well, it's online why this is so compelling is because you're drawing a direct line between a piece of art that would be normally held privately by some like chic somewhere you know and um an act an actual public benefit so that's the but they donate them to museums to put on display they'll lend, they lend yeah yeah that's true but that's that's where maybe it gets a little tricky for me that too. That does get tricky. Is if they're going to lend it and now this is part of an art student's curriculum and now it's in the history yeah. books. So now, like that's where I start to feel yucky about it. Like it's yes. not right. Because now this is getting into the public's perception and I feel badly. That actually, that is, that's the argument. Because now it's, now you're just propagating misinformation, which is... Right. But weren't is, you always in this scenario? But um, just to one rich guy. Yeah, there wasn't the butterfly effect of like, and now those public school children are going to a museum going, ooh, yeah. <laughs> that's the dolly that paid for our educations. Yeah. <gasps> nope. Can I ask a quick question? Who is Salvador Dali? <laughs> <laughs> what is art? <laughs> um, what if, hmm. there's just a quick question. What? Yeah, quick, quick, quick. You mean a QQ? You know what I always say at quick, home. Quick, quick, I don't know quick, if you guys. Quick, 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 quick. I always say at home when I'm going to take a shower. I always go. I'm going to take a quick shower. Yeah. I always say quick because of the drought. Interesting. Like I always want to be there's like some guilt. Yeah. There's yeah. like a don't yeah. uh, like I won't be gone long. But it's because oh. men are always rushing us to get ready faster. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, well, that's part of it. When we were when our son was little. Um, we realized that because uh, my husband was always like, I'm going to go jump in the shower. I'm going to go jump in the shower. And then we realized 
Dylan was like, how do you not slip? Yeah. And he and he thought like we would just go in the shower and jump. Yeah. But I, think, <laughs> I think it's because you're basically saying, I'm going to go take some time for myself. Yeah. But I'm not going yeah. to take too much time for myself. Yeah. Like when you say I'm going to take a quick nap, it's like the nap is already saying that it's going to not be a full sleep. Yeah. But you need to say it so that the other you don't feel judged. By that the witness who lives in your home. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's something also about the shower is like, because especially when you share a space with someone, you want to be like, but that, but it is, I'm, I'm not going to monopolize this space yes. that is then available for you. Do you think it also comes down to, because I remember when I was in school in elementary school, it was like, I think there may have been a drought at the time and it, there was a big emphasis on taking short showers. Yeah. No, so that it was like, I'm going to go take a long shower. I would just be. Well, I would never say a long shower. That would no. be crazy. I'm going to go take a long shower. What if you like said to bath. you? spouse you were like uh it's in the middle of the afternoon i'm gonna go take a long nap i'll see you around four <laughs> i have said that i mean I that's nap. crazy that honestly makes my head spin thinking i wish i were that confident i do i do i, do, I try I, but, but it's i'm honestly so fried by the afternoon yeah. usually that i'm like i need an hour and I'm i'll say a down. little bit at the most i'll say i'm gonna go lie down for a little bit and then you know that the door is closing and the eyes are the eyes are gone it might be a cultural <laughs> thing <laughs> gone. it might be a cultural thing because um my family loves naps hmm. um and always has and in india like in india it's so hot in the afternoon that there's not much to do other mm. than sleep mm. and you go out in the evening and you go out in the morning yeah. but like daytime it's like siesta time yeah. yeah there's a lot of sort of um culture is closer to the equator perhaps mm, than take more naps. Uh, they take naps and then there's this very like nordic and like viking sensibility from like a lot of the people who like maybe colonized the u.s more puritan people who were just like no any time spent not working and tilling the fields and like blah 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 like na- naps seem so um luxurious mm-hmm. and like decadent and it's like yeah they are yeah yeah, uh, yeah they can be yeah <laughs> the way you do them yeah <laughs> quick nap in the shower yeah <laughs> close my eyes i was gonna ask a second question but i don't want to anymore quick quick, quick. i want to hear it i love your question <clears throat> i was just gonna say quick 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 what if someone took out the mona lisa some sort of oceans 11 type person mm-hmm. replaced it with the mm-hmm. uh, uh uh tony we replaced it with a tony, a tony. mona lisa mm-hmm. mona lisa and then a tony lisa a t- <laughs> and then and then sold the other one to some like private prince somewhere who was gonna then give money to for a hundred thousand kids to go to school now that's a very interesting twist it is i to me that's naughty 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 that's naughty it is yeah. but no one it's the a tonalisa looks exactly like mona lisa I know. Uh, I, and it's like, who? what is the difference? And that's a big question. But to me, the intent is devious. I think that in that case, you were encouraging um, like a black market for art and mm-hmm. art stuff. You're and right. That's like, even though I want to watch a movie about that 100%. Yeah, I'll yeah. write that right now. I don't know. If <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's written. Coming huh. soon on from Erio's studios. Black market. Um, you can't have that idea. It's our idea. Um uh, in yeah. Hollywood, the paint runs black. <laughs> the oh, art no. runs. And so this is a fiction podcast, so a lot of it would be like sounds like this. Like, <laughs> let me get this off the wall. Brush. <laughs> it's all sound effects just of people trying strips. to take art off a wall. Oh, this Mona Lisa looks just like that Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So we, we all. What did we all decide? I said. I said no. 
that I'm not okay with it. You said that fact. You said the truth is important. Yes, I did. And we said the truth is not important. We said we would look the other way if we felt like there was a benefit being provided. But when you look the other way, there's a real dolly, and then you go, "Oh my god, what have I done?" How confusing. (laughs) Which one's which? I'm gonna let this one slide because of the intent that this is more of like a whoopsies. And Amelia just did a a motion with her hands like she was dropping a bunch of plates (laughs) or paintings. Dollies. (laughs) Whoopsies. (laughs) <laughs> oh my dollies i would like to invest in some um some art though uh-huh. i almost bought a dr seuss once really where were you at borders it's <laughs> <laughs> at borders books <laughs> all right guys well should we move on to our our dear big ones yes actually mm. this is going to be an interesting little hypothetical here let me pull this up Okay, and this is coming in from our listener named Sarah. Hi, Amanda and Maria. Love the podcast. Thank you. This question is actually from my boyfriend. Not a listener, but I'm hoping having this question answered will change that. I'm just um, kind of adding this in for myself, but I imagine they're just in bed together and he looked over at her and he asked this question. Was she sleeping already or was was she awake? Very good question. Um, I think she was sleeping and he whispered it in her ear. Oh, oh no. Ugh. And I, um, I think it went a little something like this. <laughs> Would you rather fully explore the world or fully explore your mind? Excuse me? <laughs> Would you rather fully <laughs> explore the world or, or fully explore, explore the mind. Because they say what we only use like, yes. well, they used to say 20%, but now I think they realize it's something more like 10% of your mind. Mm. I don't remember exactly. Okay, so I'm thinking if we can fully explore our brains, we might be able to do crazy stuff like levitate things or, or I guess you levitate yourself. Um, what's it called when you can move things with your mind oh someone's using five percent telekinesis yeah today i'm using 0.5 i know what my answer is what is it um the world but okay absolutely the world because the world expands your mind yeah but you're exploring a world where people only are using 10 percent of their brains i know but that's fine yeah, but I actually think that this is a myth that we, I'm now Googling it. We, I think we use more of our brains than that. How much? Um, most, we use most of it, according to Healthline. But if you explored the entire mind, your entire mind, you could be a god. Could you? I mean, how though? And also, I guess you could explore your entire mind and really get to know yourself, which might... Mm, no, I don't want to do it again. Yeah, that know. scares me. It also depends. I mean, I think the answer is about like how self-reflective you are and how and how much you enjoy really like sitting around like marinating over things. But I don't think like exploring the entire mind is literally like it's not just going to be like, oh, I get it now. I get why I don't like heights. Like it's like it's literally doing everything a human brain is capable of doing like maybe you could Mm -hmm. like teleport places or see through time or see through people's clothes x-ray vision (laughs) you know i i i (laughs) i can already do that you can 
uh, your imagination could be so vivid it would almost like your brain would be your own VR headset. Yeah, that sounds like too much to me. That's overstimulating. Yeah, I, I, I like the idea of like travel. I, I travel a lot and I moved a lot growing up, and I love the idea of collecting experiences. I do wish that I could explore my. I, I don't have. I have a. I tend to. Um, move and travel as opposed to like self-reflect mm. um i'm like a big and i have always been like a run you can totally run away from your problems is what i say I but that's not true you're like, eat pray loving but without eat pray loving without, you know what i mean without the self-reflection and the analysis yeah and you're like just learned. eating and loving exactly mm. i have learned to sit and analyze you know things in a way thanks to therapy and all that meditation and all that kind of stuff so so there is a balance, but I guess if I were to choose one, I would always go with my with my instinct to just like keep moving. I love traveling. It's so fun. I like traveling too, but when you say fully exploring the world, yeah. there are places that I potentially don't want to go. Caves. Certain caves. <laughs> are you like a mountain? Someone the other day was like, you're either a mountain person or a water per- or an ocean person. She's a water baby. I'm a water baby. You're I, a water baby. Also, nothing against the mountains. I love Switzerland. <laughs> yeah. But I'm definitely a water baby. You're a water. How about you? Uh, I think, uh, what, uh, describe a water baby. Is it just that I like to be on the sand or would I like to be Would you rather go to the beach or, or would you rather go to yeah. the mountains? It depends on the day. I guess I'm both. I got one. I got one toe in the water, mm-hmm. and then one, one, one leg up on a horse. Oh God, mm-hmm. this is erotic. <laughs> <laughs> you wearing a bathing suit? Yeah. I hope not. I hope you have a wrap I can on. See through your clothes right now. <laughs> I'm just more interested in other people mm. than I am in myself. <laughs> That's interesting. That's yeah, what that's it is. a good point. And I also love to travel, so that is tempting. But the idea to fully explore your brain to me, yeah. I'm kind of interpreting or interpreting that as also being able to kind of control your own thoughts yeah. in a way, mm-hmm. which I think could be really useful um, mm-hmm. to like to be able to access all of that. I also would love to be able to access all my memories mm. because I often like I get so nervous sometimes because it's like. I don't have a full memory of like yeah. what happened to me a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, what is the point of life? I'm if I'm living, I, that's why you have to be in the present because otherwise yeah. it's like literally your everything that you do is going to fade. Exactly. But if I could have control of my brain, I could go back and access these memories. That would be incredible. But you know what's crazy? I think about this a lot. Is the things you do remember, like the inconsequential things, and you're like, why do? Why has that memory stuck with me my entire mm-hmm. life? And it can literally be like you sitting in a car yeah. when you're seven. Mm -hmm. like looking out the window Mm -hmm. it's like why is that one moment still with me those snapshots what is that well once you start to really talk about it like with a therapist or whatever you can figure that out yeah but some of them are so mundane i mean so mundane then you know they go where were you coming from where were you going what day i have no idea these are all like formative memories if you truly truly talk through all of those like polaroids that you have in your brain you'll always figure something out but what if i don't know where i was going or coming from you need to be hypnotized this is i've taken a lot of classes in um in memoir writing and writing personal essays and a lot of it starts with a snapshot where you go like write down eight memories and then like really explore them and you're shocked at how much you actually do like how does it feel like how did your skin feel do you remember any smells do you remember like mm. once you start it, that's a favorite my skin mine. was burning and it smelled like burning flesh <laughs> yes, exactly. oh, is this the time that your house burned down <laughs> yeah uh-huh. this is the time i set my house on fire so that's why you remember it so oh, that's why. I saw, See, okay. that's how that works. No, I'm thinking of one specifically where I was sitting in the back of my 
parents' car when we lived in Toluca Lake, mm-hmm. and we had the Brother for Sale Olsen Twins album on. Do you remember that album, Amanda? Yeah. Brother uh-huh. for, for Sale. He's oh. only 50 cents. Bump, bump, bump. Brother oh. for Sale. Not mm. a big expense. Yeah. You can love him. You can something. You can whatever. That's the something. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> I don't know. But I remember, and then my dad going, not again, because I was putting it on another time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where you, that's where you developed your need to be seen. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, that was your dad saying, he, stop. He wasn't interested in what you were doing. Mm-hmm. And this is your, also where your need for validation comes <gasps> from. You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> You're right. Because I'm always afraid someone's judging my music yes. taste. Yeah. Yes. Is that so true? Yes. Yes. I gotta go. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You start thinking about that stuff for two seconds and you're like, oh my God. Well, what's one of your memories, snapshot memories, Amanda? Um, It's not appropriate. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. Um, just snapshot, like you sitting somewhere. Well, my first memory is me as an infant standing in my crib <laughs> holding a football-sized poop. <laughs> <laughs> and screaming. <laughs> In your hand or in your diaper? In my hand. Why? Oh, my I, goodness. Well, but to me, as a baby, it was football-sized. <laughs> but you, you pooped in your there's hand. There's no way. You're what are pooped. you talking about? You no. pooped and then you took it. Even if it's a false memory, by the way, this is one to explore. I remember. So, it, I think I took it out of my diaper. I don't know if it was. You took it out of your I diaper. took it out of my diaper. I was holding a poop. Standing this is incredibly early. This yeah. is incredibly early for a memory. My Amanda. first That's like memory. In an amazing way. I don't believe it. Sorry, I'm a. I'm. I don't believe that memory at all. This it doesn't matter if it's false. Memory. It's still a. It's still a snapshot she has in her head. Even if it's not. Even if it really didn't happen. Like the things you think you remember are just as important. And it was sunny. And then my mom came in. It, it was sunny. So it was nap time, probably. Nap time. And yeah. and did she get mad at you for for playing with your poop? Um, no. I wasn't playing with it. I was holding it out like a like an offering. <laughs> you were just like, look what I found. <laughs> Is this something children would do? Uh, yeah. Totally. If you must it. have been like two, you know, one and a half or two, probably. <laughs> I think she was 15. <laughs> in a crib. <laughs> no, she How was in jail. I wonder what it... She was marrying her uncle. I wonder what They wouldn't have sent me to jail. I wonder what Yes, they would have when they would have gotten that story. Well, he was even younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> Holding out shit from yourself. Oz and offer. So I don't know why that's my first memory, but it is. Um, yeah, you're just like, look at this wondrous thing, mm. and then you're, that's and why then you're so com- curious. And then someone comes in and goes, "That's kind of weird, Amanda." <gasps> yeah, and that's why you're and that's so exactly who you are. Yeah, you're like, look at this amazing thing that only I could come up with. That's me now going, listen to the big ones. Yeah, and the whole <laughs> world is like, that's amusing and strange. It's 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 shapes I'm sure you. your mom had a, something else to say other than that. I I no, don't you remember. Just kind of, there's really. so much poop in your life as a parent you don't even think about it. Pre, do you have a snapshot? I do. My first memory is me um it was in Kashmir when I was very small. It must have been one, one and a half, and there was like a nursery school. Um we were like back and forth between India and England for a little while when I was really small. And I remember it this could be true or not. Mm-hmm. I can fact check with my mother. I remember my I believe oh, 
my grandfather or my uncle taking me to this nursery school. It was called Shushukendra. And they opened, there was like a stone wall and like a metal door that was kind of like a hobbit door. And they opened the door and I saw the little yard for the first time. And there was like a tricycle and some other kids and a teacher. And I was just like elated. I was so I mean, mostly curious because I never like smiled as a child, but I was so happy. I was so happy and I remember being so happy. I loved school. Wow. So much. And this is your first exposure to like education and learning? Like a world outside of my own home. Mm. And I was like, this, I just remember, I can see like the light is like Vaseline lens. Like I was so, like I don't, when I think of it, it's like a Vaseline lens snapshot of like a red tricycle and um steps and kids and a teacher and just being like the world is amazing wow and this is why you want to explore that's why i want to travel like yeah exactly it's like opening doors chasing that moment Mm -hmm. of the chasing the red tricycle it's true it's true can i say uh another quick snapshot real quick yeah i was in preschool or like pre pre preschool what's that called like where like uh you just go and play all day take care or may, no, I think it was a preschool. It was a preschool. Yeah. So how old was I? Four, five? Mm, anywhere from two to five. And some girl brought in like this fake phone, like this fake like play phone. But I thought it was the coolest mm-hmm. thing because it was like, it looked like a real phone. Oh. And I was like, I need to get like, this is great. Like the <clears throat> elation I had for like seeing something that wasn't real, but like looked real. Mm-hmm. Just like that toy. I mean, you love a prop. That's where my love for prop comedy came yeah. in. And specifically using things as phones. Amanda, <laughs> I always use a banana phone. Yeah. Or I Everything always do. I always like, right now I'm picking up a used bag where my, my scone was in and I'm putting it up to my ear and I'm going, hello? So it's possible that that little girl didn't even have something that was supposed to look like a phone. <laughs> yeah. No, it could be. She had been holding up <laughs> this it turd. Cr- like it was me. a croissant. <laughs> it was Amanda holding up a turd and me taking it and going, hello? Yeah. No, she's not in. Now that's good improv. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd love to do a whole episode on 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 Ooh. on turd memories. The, that's actually very interesting, and I, I want to feel like we all learned so that. much about it. It's kind of stuff we already knew, yeah, but we just confirmed it. <clears throat> yeah, I have one where at horse camp, a one armed man picked me up. <laughs> just like, no, Amanda, where where are you? I went to this horse camp for differently abled people. But what were you differently able? I, it was a mixture. But a yeah, lot of the people nice. at this yeah. camp, like, well, this the instructor was missing an arm. But it wasn't just horse camp. It was, is it called dressage? dressage when you yeah. do the tricks Jumping on the horses. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there were all sorts of different people at this camp. But I remember this instructor, when I first met him, he gave me a big hug and lifted me around with his one arm. And I remember being a little bit titillated. I... Here is why we're here is why, here is why we're friends. Here's why we're friends. Because one of the writing exercises I did in my very first writing class, which I took when I was like 30, was from this amazing teacher and she was like write down your eight like eight memories, right? And she and she was like the theme is always going to be the same. And um and and it basically is? yeah, always. And the and in most of them. And for each one of my like joyous memories, um the theme was always like it, it, or the the through line was like sup- like like 
surprise equals delight. Oh. And for a person who's very like thoughtful and observant, you can often predict people's behavior from an early, early age. And you know how the world works and you've mapped it all out. But when someone can surprise you, it is the most exciting thing that could possibly happen. Interesting. So when this man like picked you up and swung you around, you were like, excuse me? Yeah. Like my brain, it's like a pop rock in your brain. And I'm the same like surprise surprising me like even if it's just like a turn of phrase or like whatever it is like that's what really that's mm. my like fuel that is where i find delight yeah. as well or it's like yeah anything um also being pushed out of my comfort zone yeah. without consent oh my god this is a whole episode i didn't mean it like I that know. <laughs> well it's funny how we started talking about art and then we ended up talking about snapshots and then that led us to our memories and then really like deep psychological like mm-hmm. wiring it's crazy, memory right? Memory is so fascinating, fascinating to me. That's something I need to put a little reminder to look into more. All right, guys. Well, <clears throat> as we said before, you guys need to listen to Priyanka's podcast, Foxy Browns, with uh, Camilla Blackett. You guys are missing out if you're not listening because they give so many life tips, beauty tips, health tips, and just they're fun to listen to. Both are great writers and and speakers and just they've got a lot to say in a, in a good they say it in a real good way. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Just like us. Yeah, just like <laughs> us. And so you can find that on anywhere you listen to podcasts. Every Tuesday, new one comes out. Mm-hmm. Some awesome guests are coming up. We may have already recorded because this is coming out in two weeks. So, so yeah, we'll have recorded. Yeah. I don't want to jinx it because we're all supposed to record all these people yeah. this week. Yeah. But I'm thrilled. Yes. Yeah, it's good. Um, pre, can people where can people find you online, and what's the email address where they can ask you questions? Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. I'm pretty active on Twitter. It's at non king. That's n a a n k i n g, and um, also on Instagram. I'm just prima two at p r i m a t t o o. And you guys can find us at the Big Ones Pod on Twitter. You can email us your big big ones, your dear big ones. As you can tell, we did both of them today both of Dear Big One and a Big Big One from a listener. So you you are not unheard. Uh, at the Big Ones Podcast at gmail.com. Join our Patreon, please, for as little as a dollar a month. You get two bonus episodes. Rate. Yeah, that's a good deal for you. Oh, it's so good. Rate, review, subscribe, and just do us one. If nothing else, go tell one friend. Yeah. Tell a friend, tell 10. Or just take their phone and kind of download it. Mm, subscribe on their Subscribe phone. and yeah. rate on their phone because then you don't, and then you're good. And if you don't That's know their idea. password, try their birthday. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening to the bit. Pre. Oh, you're a little. Oh, she. Oh, you know, you know what she does? She turns off the podcast. No, the- I don't. Yeah. I just maybe didn't realize. Wow. Well. Proof is in the pudding. I just say the big one. Yeah, you pretty. How do I not she, know that? Because you turn it off with yeah, like five that's minutes. Too loud, maybe. <laughs> I have like sensory processing <laughs> stuff. All right, we all say it together. Thanks so much for listening to the, the big, big ones. ones.
Hi, my name is Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic, and I'm excited to talk to you about Club Med. Club Med operates beach and mountain resorts and is the best all-inclusive getaway for families. They have Club Med Punta Cana, their flagship family resort, and many other options in Mexico, the Caribbean, and around the world. Club Med are the pioneers of the all-inclusive concept, which is the best way to vacation. Great for families, groups, or even solo travelers looking for land and water sports, delicious food. Food and a place to make unforgettable memories. Visit clubmed.us, call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.